0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the podcast. My name is Richard Brandt, and I am your host. It's March 31st, 2020. This is the Corona Chronicles, Day 19. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all doing well, wherever you may be. We've made it another day, and here's another episode of the Corona Chronicles news and notes about what's going on in the theater and performing arts community. I'd first like to start off with a post that I saw that was put out by our friends at The Curtain Call um, about a week ago, I want to say, maybe a little bit less, I was interviewed as part of a, a series to just to get to know creatives. It was a really nice uh, opportunity to get to speak with them, and hopefully at some point, uh, it'll it'll see the light of your ears uh, on on a future podcast somewhere along the way. Fingers crossed. Anyway, I wanted to pass along a post that they shared uh, for their community. Now they're UK based, so um, I don't think that's necessarily uh, limits uh, who can uh, check out what what they're offering. But just as an FYI, it says here. We want to help in any way you can during this difficult time. If you want help fundraising, promoting, getting your showreel out there, just holler. If if you are looking for someone to edit a showreel or you offer editing services, let us know. If you offer online workshops, voice coaching, singing lessons, let us help you get your message out. We are also reaching out to the wider entertainment world and beyond and asking them to list their jobs with us, which you can access for free to help creatives who are looking for flexible, at-home work during the coming weeks and months. We want to do everything in our power to help all those within our industry find work and stay strong. We are a very small team, but we have a large community who are adaptable, talented, and resilient. We already have jobs listed at CurtainCallOnline.com, which is free to access, and we will be adding more and encouraging others to add theirs. In the meantime, if you want us to highlight your Just Giving page, your teaching, courses, anything within reason, let us know. We have a voice and we want to use it to help you and our industry. So if you have uh, something that uh, you need assistance with, please reach out to the folks at the Curtain Call. Um, you can find them uh, on Facebook. You can find them at their, their website. Uh, just look up Curtain Call. Another group that I've had the opportunity to get some information from as well as uh, join their public group is the Association of Live Event and Entertainment Professionals. One of the great things that they have been able to do is bring together folks who are obviously part of the live event uh, gig industry. Um, Currently, they have about 5,500 members, which is a really good-sized group. Um, A lot of people, a lot of resources. And one of the really great posts that just came up today was put out by Chris McMean. And it says here, here's the updated list of all classes being offered for free right now. This includes stage lighting courses, grand MA training, audio training, rigging, and video training, as well as other types of of webinars. Um, There's... Probably way too many here for me to to go through, but just know that uh, I've, uh, I've I've reposted this this link, and on a couple of uh, the sites that I that I frequent, and I'll be sharing this on the archiving technical theater history webpage. So keep an eye out for it. Well, again, there's a lot of good information out there. I know that uh, people are probably getting a little tired of seeing. Seen some of this stuff, but you know what? It's it's valuable. It's important. Take advantage of it. Next on the on the list, this came across my uh, my my radar with, for a group called L Acoustics. Uh, this is uh, loudspeaker system tuning. So for all our sound friends out there, here's an opportunity for you to uh, take part in a series of webinars. Now these have already begun. So it says here, from March 30th to April 3rd, our webinars will focus on loudspeaker system tuning. Follow along daily at 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Hashtag safe and sound at home. Each webinar will feature a different L-acoustics specialist plus a panel of our application engineers from around the world sharing their insights. This week's schedule on coming up on Wednesday, April 1st, loudspeaker calibration workflow on Thursday, April 2nd, the M1 walkthrough, which is considered an advanced course, Friday, April 3rd, measurement quality and representativity. If you've missed a webinar, you can catch up on past sessions on their YouTube channel. So look for the hashtags LA Acoustics, loudspeaker system tuning, sound insights, technology, sound outreach, and education. For our friends who are in the stage management world or in production management, a forum discussion is coming up on April 9th, hosted by Theatre Art Life Global. It says here, registration is free. Join Theatre Art Life's discussion forum with stage managers Anna Robb, Dean Jewell, Rebecca Reese, Madison Burkett, and Nathan Grimoulis. These stage managers are all former members of the same SM team who worked together in Macau, China. Together, they will talk through how they worked together and maybe how they didn't on a long-term resident show. They will share the individual perspectives on the same team and work through topics such as expat living, adapting to different cultures, cast changeover, SM team changeover, show calling, safety, technical issues, show stops, and team dynamics. Join this forum if you wish to learn more about running resident shows from an SM perspective stage management team structures, working on large-scale acrobatic and aquatic shows, international work, onboard cast, onboarding, cast changeover, standard operating procedures, show calling, show stops, and emergency planning. The designated length is 90 minutes. If you'd like to learn more about the hosts, you can check out the events page on Theater Arts Life or Theater Arts Life Global. Uh... It looks It is scheduled for Thursday, April 9th, 2020 at 7 to 10 p.m. Now, I don't know exactly what time zone that's in, but if you go to the, uh, the, the events page for Theater Art Life or Theater Art Life Global, I have no doubt you should be able to find it. Again, it's on Thursday, April 9th, 2020. To continue on a highlight of some interesting work that's been going on, Again, USITT has been really great about putting out some information highlighting some of the really great work that either has been postponed or canceled due to the current situation that we're in. Today's post from designers whose productions were either canceled or postponed comes from Claire Barina, a scenic design student at the University of Southern Mississippi. Claire was the scenic designer for the university's production of Metamorphosis, which has since been canceled. Thank you to Claire for sharing her designs and renderings with us. This is from USITT. Here's what she had to say about her design. For my design, I wanted to create an elegant, timeless space that unified the themes of this eclectic play. To do this, I included elements of ancient Greek and Roman architecture and steel elements reminiscent of the Art Nouveau movement. I chose these to reflect the cultural origins of the stories and the sense of whimsy and modernity that's easy for me to say, the play lends itself. As a team, we also found it important to represent the relationships between science and myth, and humans and gods. An upstage platform serves as the heavens for the gods, while the thrust represents the earth. The pool, though small, is central as it and its water are integral to the characters' transformations. Under the main platform, a muslin curtain was set on a track for silhouetting certain moments and to allow for more dynamic set. Finally, the constellation drops were to help assert the heavens, but also to show the way humans have long sought to understand the world through myth and science. A final UV light cue at the end was intended to reveal an invisibly painted moon that confirms our protagonist, Midas, reaches the place he needs to go to cleanse himself of greed and find his daughter within the moon, a tree, a symbol of undying, everlasting love throughout the play. If you get an opportunity... Please check out uh, USIT either on Facebook, Instagram, or any of its other social media platforms, and give some uh, give a look at Claire's really amazing work. Um, it's really a shame that uh, it won't get uh, get realized, but you know what? I have a great feeling that you're going to see Claire's work on stage somewhere at some time, real soon. Nice job, Claire. That's really great. Um, again. The pictures that are available are on Instagram and uh, Facebook, so really go check them out. And you know what? Send her a note. Send her some positivity, because she really deserves it for what she's done and what she's accomplished. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions on how to make this podcast better, please send them to archivett24 at yahoo.com. Again, that's archivett twenty four. At yahoo.com. To conclude today's episode, I want to pass along to you some information that was given to me by my friend and colleague and mentor, Mr. Ed Deshay, a stage manager extraordinaire with many years of experience. One of the things that he likes to teach in his class is the meaning of survival. This eight-letter acronym reinforces the skills and mindset necessary for any su- survival situation and comes from the United States Army. Now, I'm just going to give you the basics of the acronym. If you'd like to learn more in-depth information about it, I'm going to attach it to the news and notes of this podcast, the article in which I'm reading this from, written by Patrick McCarthy on August 25th, 2019. The survival acronym goes like this. S, size up the situation. U, use all your senses. Undo haste makes waste. R, remember where you are. V, vanquish fear and panic. I, improvise. V, value living. A, act like the natives. And L, live by your wits. Learn basic skills. Mr. McCarthy writes, in conclusion, is that survival is never as simple as memorizing an acronym. If it was, you wouldn't need to practice or train outside a classroom. Some of these eight points are more relevant and thought-provoking than others. And even if you know all of them by heart, putting them into action is a much greater challenge. However, studying the U.S. Army's survival acronym can get you thinking about areas you need to improve upon and help you build a well-rounded mindset and skill set. That way, when the time comes, you won't be struggling to remember what the first V stood for. You'll instinctively, you'll instinctively apply the underlying principles to any real-life survival situation. Now you're probably wondering, why would I pay, pass this along? Well, if there's anything I'm starting to learn as this home confinement as well and uh, how, our, how our world is being affected, it's that it's always good to have a plan. It's always good to, as, as it says in the, the very first S of survival, which is size of the situation. What is my situation? Where am I living? What am I living with? And where where is this going to go? Of course, you, using all your senses, What what's going on around me? Is it quiet? Is it, is it not quiet? Are remembering where I am. I'm in a foreign country right now. I'm in Trinidad and Tobago. I'm not, I'm not in the U.S. and I don't have the familiarity of the of the things that I'm used to in, and accustomed to in the U.S. So I have to always remember where I am and know that if, if at any time I need to do something, I, I have to be, again, I've had to have sized up my situation and I've had to use my senses to understand, is this a good place to go? Is this not a good place to go? Things like that. V, this is the one, probably one of the hardest, is vanquishing fear and panic. Because you know what? It's very human to be afraid. It's very human to have a situation where there's a lot of unknown. But learning how to vanquish fear and panic is probably, the, the, probably one of the greatest tools you can have. Because once you find you have the ability to calm down, control your heart rate, and control your breathing... Then it's easier to think, it's easier to assess the situation, and it's easier to deal with it. I improvising because again, you don't know what you don't know. There are no unknown unknowns, so sometimes, you know, you're just going to have to make do with the things that you have. It's kind of like MacGyvering. You you know, I don't know what I can do with a, with a with a clothespin, uh, some chewing gum, and some bleach but you know what? I'm going to use it to try and get myself either out of a situation or improve the one I'm already in. V, value your living. We can't replace you or I. We're it. We get one shot at this. So it's always important to value your own existence. And you know what? Value others' existence because we're we're working in this together. A, act like the natives. Now, Clearly, I can't always be uh, act like the natives here because there are certain things that separate me from them. Some of it is just my general look and some of it is the fact of, of who I am. But if I wanna, if I want to fit in, then I have to start to embrace and let go of some of the things that make me me and start to embrace the environment that I'm in. So acting like the natives means being sincere, but also blending in. Because the more you blend in, the less likely you are to stick out. And L, live by your wits. Learn basic skills. To me, this means trusting your gut. If a situation doesn't feel right, it probably doesn't. Learning basic skills, it's kind of like learning how to to fix something or make something. Um, Those classes that when we were kids, maybe, that we didn't quite pay attention to, those skills are going to come in real handy. Kids who are scouts or did some sort of camping or fishing or training of of any kind uh, have basic skills that, in the event that they need to to make something, make something happening, they aren't afraid to do it. They can improvise, and they can uh, take a situation and make it better. So I wanted to pass this along to you uh, at the end of this end of the show because as I was re- putting the show together, I'm always trying to think of something that was valuable to me that I can pass along to you. Now, normally I say something about positivity, which I, I'm all for, but today I was thinking about my my situation where I'm at, and I thought of my friend Ed and his, his use of this acronym for survival, because I'm trying to apply it not only in my living situation, but other situations as well. Survival isn't necessarily life or death. It's about how you deal with a situation and get through it. Whether it's backstage, on the stage, at home, at work, you can apply all these, all these, all these skills and mindsets to get through any situation. You just have to practice it. Okay. Now, uh, you can take it, you can use it, or if you have something that works for you, that's great. I'm just throwing it out there to see uh, see what sticks. And you know what? See if if it works for you, because I'm going to make it work for me. On that note, I'd like to end this podcast for today and say I hope that you're in continually good health, that uh, we uh, continue to show gratitude for our healthcare workers, the folks that are on the front line, dealing with patients who have been afflicted by the coronavirus, to the families and friends, who are affected, not necessarily directly, but indirectly. Because I've, re- I've been reading articles, seeing about families who are being separated from and cannot enter hospitals, whether it be for a parent who may have uh, fallen ill, an elderly parent who may have fallen ill, or in some, some cases, uh, uh, families being separated at the birth of children. Now, I know this sucks. It really does. There's no way around it, you know? If 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 again, as I, I said this a, a while ago, if I could snap my fingers, um, wiggle my nose, blink my eyes, rub a magic lamp to make a genie appear and make this all go away, I would do it in a heartbeat, twice on Sunday. But unfortunately, I don't have that ability. What I do have the ability is to try and 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 ask for my fellow folks who may be listening to this. Uh, near and far and can share this with others and say it all this is a team effort this is not a, a you or me effort this is a we effort so our survival uh, demands that we all pitch in on some level some way and not just think about ourselves alone okay i'm done I'm done giving you the, the 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 $2 speech so again a lot of gratitude to the men and women and everyone who is putting their lives on the line to save others, whether they be healthcare workers, first responders, our military and National Guard, um, you have my gratitude, you have my undying support, and if there is anything we, we can do to help support you, um, let's do it. Um, I'm already glad to see people making masks, uh, businesses doing their work to uh, to try and alleviate some of the, the strains of fin- finances for or their workers. Um, It's it's a tough nut to crack, but we're going to do it. We're going to make it through and we're going to do it. So my name is Richard Bryant. I am your host. It's March 31st, 2020. This has been the Corona Chronicles, Day 19. Have a good evening and good night.